It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Scott Goldbranson and Mo It's time for the home stretch here on Silver and Black Today, this special edition on Wednesday. We've been talking a lot about cut day in the NFL yesterday. Of course, the Raiders 53-man roster. Not a ton of surprises. A couple little ones. And, of course, the trade with Kansas City is what we discussed at the top of the show. Do us a favor. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio. Just look for Silver and Black today, and you'll find us there. And us is me. I'm Scott Colbranson, your host, along with my co-host, Mr. Mo Moten, he's a senior NFL writer at Bleacher Report, also Raiders columnist at SportsNot.com, where we both write. That's right. You can also find me at SportsNot.com <laughs> and follow us on Twitter. You can see the names on the screen if you're watching us. If not, you can also see them in the description there. All right, Mo, uh, we're going to get into the uh, mailbag here, abbreviated but quick mailbag because we didn't give people enough time. Usually they send mail towards the tail end of the week, and then we get to it at the end of the week. But we did get some some interesting pieces of mail that I want to get your reaction to and, and some new writers. Although I think this 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 next fan uh, listener actually has written in before. Uh, his name is Anders. Uh, Anders. 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 Oh, what do you think? Anders? I think uh, it's Anders. How's it spelled? A-N-D-E-R? E-R-S. Anders. Anders, yeah. Yeah, Anders. All right, Anders. Sorry, we, we just got your name correct. Uh, obviously, he says, a little worried about our linebacker room. Ha ha. What can a team do to compensate? This is a great question for Mo, who's much more of an X's and O's guy than I am. What can a team do to compensate for a weak linebacker core? Get creative and use three safeties and have one move up? Guess that means no slot cornerback. Yikes. That's from Anders. Anders, thanks for that. Mo. We talked about this last year. Remember, we talked about compensating for a weak offensive line and what you do there. Mm-hmm. What about a weak linebacking core in this pass happy NFL where linebacking and the position has changed significantly over the years, where speed is much more an issue than maybe size and these big hits that we used to see from the likes of Lawrence Taylor? Talk about his question there and what can the Raiders do if they can't really address the linebacker position this season? I think Anders answered his own question right there. He <laughs> usually would compensate with an extra safety, usually a bigger safety. So I say that person is probably Isaiah Polamau, who's 6'4", believe he bolted up this offseason, so he may be about 220. They, the, the website, the Raiders website has him listed at 210, but I think he's bigger than that. But you would compensate with a bigger safety. And I, I, I get the the angst about, oh, you're going to have to change some things around, maybe to have a slot corner on the field. But I think the NFL as a whole, when you look at the way teams play defense now, you're seeing a lot more safeties 
in the box or play linebacker be that hybrid. I think that's just the way the game is trending. If you remember, we had Baldy on during the draft, and he said linebackers aren't hitting the way they used to anymore. And it's because a lot of the linebackers now coming in are, are hybrid guys or guys who are versatile where they can rush the passer, they can cover, they can do multiple things on the, on the back seven. So I think the changing of the league is, is going to require teams to have an athletic play in the middle of the field, not necessarily a linebacker, but could be a safety. So I think the Raiders are trending in that direction. I think Isaiah Polamalu is the perfect play to fill that role simply because he's not too small. He's not one of these smaller safeties at six feet. He, again, he's six four, maybe about two twenty now. So he, he's the size of of a you know of a slender linebacker, so to yes. speak, kind of like Malik Cunningham, who used to play with the Texans and was with the Titans last year. So. I think they're. I'm not just saying the Rams are going to be fine with that plan because I still think they need another linebacker, but they are equipped to play this modern style game where they're going to play a team that's going to spread them out. They have the athletic bodies to cover some gaps in their secondary and in the box. Absolutely. Yeah. And that hybrid position, you're seeing it much more in college now where you have um, that safety who sneaks in at linebacker and kind of that size uh, we saw Isaiah Simmons, obviously, with the trade from Arizona and and what happened there. Um, that was the kind of player I know a lot of Raider fans were like, why didn't we trade for him? Well, there's all kinds of reasons <laughs> why. But nonetheless, it's the kind of player that they could have used right now. Right. And the, the one thing I didn't realize about Isaiah Simmons, one of the question marks about him on his, in his exit from Arizona was his effort. I did some effort. digging and yeah. there were some questions about he gave up in that preseason game against the chiefs when he was getting burned. So there could have been a questions about, you know, is he mature enough? That's yeah. when, that's when the maturity questions come in. And so maybe the Raiders had some concerns there. Who knows? But there was more, it was more than just performance with Isaiah Simmons. Anytime you give up on a, a top 10 overall pick, it's, it's usually a little more to the story. And I think that may have played a factor into why the Raiders maybe didn't try to acquire him. Yeah, I love that kid coming out of college, uh, and hopefully he finds it. Uh, you hate to see somebody with so much talent not be able to realize it, so we'll see. Anders, thank you so much for your mail. Again, you can also hit us up on Twitter in the YouTube comments, wherever you want. Just ask your question. We'll get it into the rotation. Next message comes from uh, a longtime listener to the show. He's a professional comedian. His name is AJ DeMello. AJ has been, actually, we had him on the show, man, that'd probably be three or four years ago um, when, I, when Kelly was on with me. And uh, AJ, of course, his, 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 I'm going to get to his email, but of course, it's got some funnies in it, right? Of course, because he's a comedian. So mm-hmm. AJ, and I'm not sure, I'll have to find out where he does his stand-up. I think it's still in Los Angeles. But anyway, uh, he says, okay, what is your opinion on this stupid Jersey phenomenon? I'm only 33 years old, but I feel 83 when I tell people how sick I am to see Jacobs go from 28 to 8 and to have tight ends and defensive ends wear the single numbers. I know most people don't care, and why does it matter, but it feels wrong. I absolutely hate it. Kid numbers on grown-ups, that's like choosing water wings when the boat's going down instead of a life preserver. <laughs> I'd rather I, I wonder... <laughs> I wonder if AJ put ketchup on his hot dog because maybe he's uh, no, he's not. He's smart. What do you mean? You wouldn't put ketchup on his hot dog. Uh, I'd rather chance drowning than looking the part. Looking the part. I know that's a terrible example, but I don't care. Uh, by the way, the witch is dead. No more car. We can actually become a team and be confident. It's fun cutting out the cancer, ain't it? Ooh, 
AJ is obviously not a fan of Derek Carr. Can't wait to see quarterbacks that actually see the field all year that aren't afraid to speak up and lead. And that's without cutting the sleeves off their jersey. <laughs> AJ DeMello. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then he says, P.S. He actually sent, sent a second email. By the way, the number thing doesn't matter. That probably wasn't funny. I'm just having a bad day. No joke. <laughs> Though, please tell McDaniels to draft a running back that actually breaks tackles as our number two next time. <laughs> so there you go. There's a Zamir White comment, right? Yep. Uh, but yep. AJ DeBello, thanks for your comment. So what did you think of that? What about the jersey thing? Is it weird seeing uh, Teddy Bridgewater in Detroit wearing the number 50 or whatever the hell it was? I forgot what number it was. At quarterback? It was 50. Like, it was 50, right? Yeah. So, so, so what do you think of this? Like, I'm so used to, and I know you're younger than me, Mo, but you grew up pretty much the same way which was receivers were in the 80s then they opened it up a little at 80s as far as numbers on their jersey and then they mm -hmm. opened it up a little bit and went back to give them they could have quarterback numbers single digit and the teens like when i was a kid charlie joiner these guys these wide receivers uh cliff brent well, cliff branch was 21 but anyway those guys had those those digit numbers now they basically opened up the floodgates and if you want to be a quarterback and wear number 99 you can my take on this is I'm going to sound like the old guy screaming at the clouds here. But now if you don't know the roster, well, you're not going to know who's who on the field because usually you get an idea of who's who because you know if, if the numbers in the A's, it's a wide receiver. Yeah. The numbers is a single digit, something probably a quarterback. I mean, Tyree Wilson is wearing nine. Nine. Yeah. And I'm just like, a different I, 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 I follow the team closely, but I'm not going to lie to you. The first preseason game, I find myself looking at the depth chart online like, <laughs> who is this guy now? Aziz Hearn? Okay, what number is he? Okay, you know, and I'm just like, what I don't like, and because I, I you know, played a little bit of cornerback in high school, I don't like cornerbacks with numbers in the 40s. Yeah. I don't like seeing that. For some reason, I just, a cornerback wearing like 46 or 48 just bothers me. I like my quarterback, cornerbacks. You know, 24, Charles Woodson, you know, in the 20s. You know, I, yeah. I, I get the 30s sometimes, but seeing a cornerback with a number in the 40s bothers me. But the wide receiver thing, not so much. Tyree Wilson and nine is weird, as I said. Thank goodness Teddy Bridgewater went to 17 from 50. Because that was just ugly. Even though he's not the starter, come on, Teddy. Yeah. But, I, I, yeah, I'm definitely going to sound like an old person here. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with A.J., I like the structure with the numbers versus what we're getting to it today where anybody could just almost basically wear any number they want. Yeah, I don't understand why it was done. Like, I never heard a reasoning behind why they opened it up that way. Now, in college, you understand it because in college, you have, uh, you have guys that play both ways, right? It's a yeah. different type of system sometimes. Not all of them do. It doesn't happen a ton anymore. But you can't, and you can have duplicate numbers. You can have two number 50s in college, right? You can have that uh, depending on the size of the rosters and where you're at as far as the classifications, divisions and whatnot. So, so I get that, but yeah, it's, it's just weird. And then it, it sets up these weird situations too where a guy, a rookie comes in, unbeknownst to him, they give him a number and then people go nuts on him saying you're being disrespectful to the last quarterback who left when he had no choice, Right. So again, you start eating up those numbers and that's what happened. Now, Someone I saw did. somebody posted. Did you see the number 12 thing? I was just getting ready to bring that up. Were you? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. No, I was going to say I, it, I found it funny because as someone 
put an edit up of Aiden O'Connell in number 12. Someone said they hope Aiden O'Connell changes to number 12 when the season starts. How, <laughs> how, how, how interesting would that be if Aiden O'Connell starts the season at number 12 and actually steps in for Jimmy Garoppolo, has a great season, Tom Brady in the process of being a part on the Raiders. How crazy would that be <laughs> if that would all just come together like that? Sounds like a movie. Uh, yes. And 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 very rarely do movies become reality, but you never know. But yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if he changes his number with numbers freed up now. But who knows? You know, then then suddenly you're, they'll sign some linebacker who wants to be number six. I, I don't know. Who knows? But but AJ's on to a point there. I think I, it, it's it's a really interesting conversation. I'll have to ask why it was done. I have to figure that out. So I I owe the listeners that explanation. I will go searching for that. <laughs> I will say, though, I had no problem with Jacobs wearing eight because I believe he wore eight at Bama. Yeah. So he's basically just going back to the number he had. I'm okay with that. Um, the one thing I will say is that it's hard for, for people who buy jerseys because then some some next guy could be wearing the jersey that you bought originally for Josh Jacobs in 28. And now some next guy could be wearing it. And now it's not Josh Jacobs anymore. The yes. cool thing was I saw Roquan Smith do this. He held a like a kind of like a not a, I won't say a party, but just kind of like get together for fans who bought his old number because I think he's changing to number zero now. Yeah, and he was giving out, you know, his new jersey number to the fans who may have bought the old jersey with his old That's number. Cool. I thought that was pretty cool. That's cool. I know, I know that the store because they're so huge now, they're pre- pretty much monopoly. That fanatic store, right? Who sends sells mm-hmm. all the NFL, NBA, and NHL gear, Major League Baseball. They have that jersey guarantee. Where like if you buy a jersey, I think it's within a year or a season, and your player they gets traded. It. I wonder if they do that with a number change too. I'll have to find that out. But but because listen, man, it's a freaking investment to buy a jersey these days. I I feel terrible Absolutely. for kids, man, especially working class kids, man. Just want their favorite player's jersey, and it's like a hundred dollars for a replica jersey now at the at, for a kid's size. This is why, I mean, I do have, I to, to this day, I have a Jerry Rice jersey. I have a Charles Woodson jersey that's all beat up. But other than that, I bought jerseys and just put my name on it because I'm always <laughs> going to be me, right? So no one, I'm not changing my number. I'm not, I'm not playing, so I'm not changing my number anytime soon. So it could always be me with my name on the back. <laughs> I love it, man. That's good stuff. Uh, by the way, I said Midtown Mo because um, – a reminder to go up to DC4L Custom Tees, <laughs> buy your Midtown. But we're starting to see them out in the wild now. And um, I want it, we, we got to start sharing pictures. So you have to tweet at us your pictures. We got a couple. So uh, when we come back next week for a full show, I will present those. I'll, I'll get some of those up. So make sure you send them. If you got your Midtown Mo shirt, we saw Rossi all the way in Australia. There's one in Australia, Mo. There's Rossi's going to be walking in Australia wearing a Midtown Mo shirt. Think about that. Think about from Shut where you came from as far as growing up a little kid, going to college, starting a career that wasn't the career you wanted, and then and then working your ass off to then find the career you wanted. Now there's people walking all over the world in a shirt with your name on it. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'll, I'll say it's it, it's absolutely incredible because shout out to James Owens, I believe, who's also in our Silver and Black yes, Today League. Great Bought picture. The shirt, posted a picture and I retweeted it. Shout out to James for that. It, it's it, I said it to someone else. It's surreal that you know I might see someone outside walking <laughs> with my nickname on their chest or on their chest with their shirt. Because there, let me tell you that there are people out there who are just starting to get their orders in. So shout out to the, all those people. I will be posting and tweeting those uh photos out there but i, I i'm i'm humble honestly I'll, I'll honestly say from the bleacher report live support that i get the people hanging out in the, in the chat the people in the chat here with us on x on twitter whatever you want to call it i appreciate the support it's just from where i came from i, I couldn't picture it being this way for me uh well you deserve it man you're working hard and of course not only that but again because you always help others we talk about that offline and and helping folks trying to break into journalism and other 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 ventures, uh, but buying that shirt, you're helping out to the One Nation Foundation. So you buy mm-hmm. that shirt. Mo and I don't make any money off these things. That the Irish Cannon shirt, we don't make any money off it. Four bucks from every shirt goes to the One Nation Foundation for uh, Jeff, Michelle, and Murph, who then give most of it to the Blitnikoff Foundation, of course. And to Raider Dad. So it goes to Raider Charities, too. It's not like it's going to, even though they're a great charity, the Red Cross. No, this is going to charities that actually are from within Raider Nation. So you're helping out one another, which is phenomenal as well. So we certainly appreciate it. But it's fun. And I and I encourage people, you know, check out One Nation Foundation. Check out these charities. Just just so you know that they're real. They're out there. It's just not going into the ether. The real charities real money going to real causes. Yeah. And any, any of the super chats we get in, in, in YouTube for you guys watching us right now there. And we got a couple last show that goes right to, to the one nation, one nation foundation, as well as uh, other donations that come in. And we have a big one we're working on. Murph and I are working on that. We'll hopefully be able to tell you guys about pretty soon, uh, pretty, pretty close to my heart. So it's going to be fun. Uh, but do that, get your midtown Mo shirt and strut. You got to strut though. Like send us some videos strutting. Especially if I want to see somebody in Midtown wearing a Midtown Mo shirt, like you know that that forty third and forty third and sixth or something, you know, so, somewhere there near Times Square, something like that. Uh, you know, I, the day that happens, I I'm going to take a picture. I'll have to stop that person. <laughs> the per- I don't know if the person we even recognize me, right? Because sometimes <laughs> people say I look different in person. Oh, really? You know. Yeah, some people say I look a little different in person. They're not expecting me to look the way I do in person. I don't know what that means. Interesting. But um person may not recognize me. I would have to stop that person and immediately take a photo. So if you're out there yeah. with a Midtown Mo t-shirt, we're going to have to take a, a selfie, a, a flick together and post it on social media for the people. It will be. It'll be fun. You know Kelly's working on something crazy with it. It's just got to be Kelly's always working on something he's doing crazy. Something. I, I don't. He's always got something up his sleeve, he and it's always. He's. It, we're overdue to have him on the show. We will have him on next week. We have, by the way, 
uh, for those uh, that uh, are familiar, we do have, and 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 it's sorry we got so busy with things happening. I was going to try to do a couple other leagues um, to to welcome more of you in, but we do have a, a silver and black today fantasy football league with some listeners, uh, and those listeners will introduce them again next week. But we have our draft on Sunday uh, as well, so uh, we're going to get used to that. And 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 again, Mo has to lose to me because um, he's he's used to that. <laughs> He's he's used to that. He's gonna we gotta come up with another bet, man. I don't know. I don't know. But did we split? Did we split last year? Did or was I one too? I know. I know. We. I know. I lost the first one and I ate the ice cream, so I'll never forget that. But I, I think we split. Did we split? I don't know. Because remember, I came on strong at the end. We have to look at the. Standings. You did come on strong at the end. Yeah. I, I know. I, I know. I owe Wendy. She was two and zero against me last year. Yeah. Yeah. Say what you want about we're, Wendy's record. She beat me twice last year. She did. And we're going to, we're going to, I'm, I'm thinking about, because I'm not going to change any of the rules, but I am thinking about going to a 16 playoff. What do you think? We had four last we year. We had four. It's tough. Now we got 12, 12 teams. You do understand if you open it up to six, then I'm definitely going to win the title. Because then you're because if it was six last year, I would have made it. I think I would. Yes, you would have made it. I know. Well, hey, I'm trying to help you out here, man. Because I know you'll be in that sixth spot again. (laughs) (laughs) There's listeners out there going, why are they talking about fantasy football? football. I don't want to talk about fantasy football. The funny thing is, whenever I'm on social media or on my Bleach Mm -hmm. Report Live, I usually get at least one or two fantasy football questions. I am your fantasy football guy. If you want to know, I I do fantasy football. I'll have some fantasy football pieces out during the season at Bleach Report. Make sure you check that out. They'll drop every Friday in the morning. Every Friday morning. As 7 a.m. You, as you sit there and think about, oh, gosh, only one more day and I get some time off. Then <laughs> you can do that. For those of you who work on the weekends like Mo, Mo and I do now, uh, you know that your weekend might be Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday and Saturday. <laughs> Not two days in a row, as as we both look at that. But anyway, um, yeah, so, I mean, but fantasy football, it's so big. So when people say, why are you talking about it? It's because most people play it. And listen, I'm a busy father of five, right? I got jobs. I got all this stuff that we do. Mo's busy. He's all over the place, too. But you still find time to do it because we working in it, you're covering it anyway. But also, you get a little joy out of it, and it helps you connect with the rest of the league and with people and with friends, right? So, so we're going to talk about it on here. So we'll have Kelly on next week. Um, he'll probably have his camera on vertically, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's he's chal- He's from Southern Indiana, you know. He's you know he's only a step above. Uh, what do you call him? I forgot what they call him in Southern Indiana. But anyway, uh, he's he, <laughs> he's going to kill me for that. But anyway, we apologize to the people in Indiana for that one. No, I won't. They, they're only they're right across the border. It's only like uh, eight miles from me, man. I know. I know some people in Indiana. And they were like, "What? What? What did your call say about?" It? Yeah, people did they from Indiana? It could be a little testy. When are they going to change the name of their state? Why would they do that? It's French for Indian. Here's your history lesson. So we're giving you a little everything. Fantasy football, I mean, history lesson. If Cleveland lessons. had to change their baseball team's name, I mean, the least the state could do is change its name. Of course, I'm kidding. It's all good. Uh, but anyway, we'll start talking about some fantasy football. We'll have fun with that as well. And we'll see how we're able to do. I finished second last year. And as usual, I get bounced in the playoff. I always, I, I never, I finished first 
three years in a row in my other league, and every year I lose in the first round of playoffs because it's head to head. It's terrible. If you were if you were an NFL team, who what would that team be? Makes the playoffs, gets bounced like the Titans before they started going downhill. Do you yeah, remember the, the Titans? They were yeah. the one seed one year, I think, and they got bounced by the Bengals in the first. It's like round, the '90s. It it's like the '90s Bills. Oh no, they got ah, the Super Bowls though. They got they the, got the, they Super, got the Bowls. Super Bowls. So that might not be yeah. the, the best thing. It could be kind of the 49ers, I guess. Right? The recently go far. They go they, to the they go to the NFC Championship game yeah, though. At, at least. Yeah. Well, I can't think. Of it. The Bills now. The Bills now. Yeah. They, they seem to disappoint once they get to the playoffs, right? Yes. Or the Ravens before Lamar Jackson got over the and won that first play, playoff That's game. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Anyway, all right. Well, we are going to wrap up this Wednesday special edition, of course, reviewing and recapping what happened yesterday with the cut down for the Raiders and, of course, the, their trade with the Kansas City Chiefs. The rest of the week uh, on this show, what we're going to do is tomorrow we will drop a silver and black blitz, most likely from me or maybe Mo on Friday. We'll see, depending on how schedules work out. So we will have some more content this week, our shorter shows. We haven't had one of those this week, but we will have one coming up as well. Of course, there's no game this Sunday, so we will not have a post-game show. But then we will be back uh, raging next week with a blitz probably on Monday and then Tuesday a full show Thursday, a full show. Next Thursday, we're going to have Jason Lockenfora from CBS Sports will be our guest. And we're also looking at a nice guest on Tuesday. So we'll keep that under wraps until we confirm. But we got lots to talk about. We'll have lots of roster movements. And then next week, Mo, we actually get to start talking about a real game. Denver Broncos up first. Yes. And a lot of Raider fans are confident in that game. The Last I looked at the line, as I told Scott, the Broncos are favored by four. If you can get it at plus four Raiders, this is a little betting advice. Take the plus four on the Raiders. Yes, absolutely. I think it started at what? Two and a half, right? And it moved all the way to four so far. It moved, it moved up, which is weird because I would think that Jacobs being back in the fold should have yeah. moved it the should've other moved way. It. But. So yeah, so if you haven't bet it, bet it now while you can before mm -hmm. it goes up or goes down. So anyway... Listen, um, Mo, what do you got the rest of the week uh, for people? I know you have a crazy Wednesday, the rest of today, and into the weekend, um, and let everybody know what's coming up for you. So TBD to be announced. I'm going to have two. I'm going to have a column on Thursday and a column on Friday. I'm sure the Rays will be involved in one of those columns. It'll be about the roster cuts. I'm sure I'll have to talk about surprise cuts or guys that should be on rosters. I think the Raiders should be interested in, in guys that – we didn't mention today because as I dig into the names that are going to be available, because as Scott said, they're going to be more roster most. There'll be more guys that are going to hit waivers. They're going to hit the free agent market that I think the Raiders should pounce on with the way their linebacker core is currently constructed. So I'll have that on Bleach Report on Sportsnot. I'll actually start to move forward toward the season, looking at okay, bold predictions for the Raiders in 2023. I'll turn that into a Bleach Report live show. I'll also have some non-bowl predictions, some realistic predictions what I think the Raiders could do statistically for the 2023 season over at Sportsnet. Nice. So, so you're saying you have a leisurely week is what you're saying. The rest <laughs> of your week. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and uh, look for my stuff. I will have, uh, obviously now being full-time at Sportsnet, uh, I will be doing a lot of stuff around the NFL and uh, Major League Baseball, a bunch of different stuff. 
But as far as Raiders content is concerned, look right here as well. I did do a story that you'll see uh, on Sports Not Today about the cuts yesterday. Also, uh, you can check out Raider Ramble. I did my weekly piece, which we're doing on Trey Tucker. So Trey Tucker and kind of his advancement. Um, each staff member there, Mo, picked a player that they're going to follow throughout the year and kind of do updates on their development. So that's who I got, Trey, which is interesting because I've been critical of Trey Tucker even when they drafted him. So it's a, it's a good it's a good mix, uh, and and again you got to be objective. So you look at what they do well and what they don't do well. So you can check that out at Raider Ramble. Shout out to Mario and the guys over there. All right, Mo, we will either hear from you later in the week on a, on a blitz, or we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Sounds good. You'll hear from me soon. <laughs> Mid town, Mo. <laughs> it's we're going to close out with the, the Midtown Mo. Now, see, if you get the shirt, I will I will post this file. People can download this file, and you got to make, like, an Instagram or a TikTok <laughs> oh my in gosh. your Midtown Mo shirt, and you're strutting down a street somewhere. We'll give you some entrance music. Yes, entrance music. Just walk in and go. I love it. All right. For our producer, <laughs> Mike Robier who wants you to again subscribe to the show put on the auto download wherever you get your audio and a shout out by the way to the youtube audience thank you for the lively chat as always and again thanks to mike for being such a great producer for for us and for momoton i am scott colbrands and this has been silver and black today and we'll talk to you next time take care raider nation